Now, specifically, of course, in this letter, we're focusing on the specialness of the law, the laws of the oral Torah. That in these laws, God's will is revealed because these laws define what he wants us to do to fulfill his commandment, to draw down these lofty levels of divinity. This will of God is vested in the 613 commandments in the written Torah, but in the written Torah, God's will is hidden, and it's only manifest in the oral Torah. Now, the Rebbe gives you two examples in the commandment of Tefillin. In the written Torah, it says, you shall bind them for a sign on your hand. They shall be for frontless between your eyes. Well, we don't know a lot of things based on those verses. We don't know how to bind. We don't know what to bind. We don't know what frontlets are. We don't know where it's between your eyes. We don't know where it means on your hand. And then the oral Torah comes and explains. You need to buy in a single box on the hand, four boxes on the head. They contain four scriptural passages. The boxes are from prepared leather. They're square. They're tied by means of leather straps. The straps need to be black. Many, many, many detailed ruling governings the fill-in, which are all found in the oral Torah. On your hand means the arm, not the palm. Between your eyes means the scalp, not the forehead. So all of these laws to fulfill God's will that's written in the written Torah can only be accomplished by means of the oral Torah. And this is true for all commandments of the Torah. Now, the Rebbe gives another example with the Sabbath. It says, you shall do no work. Well, that's what the written Torah says. But what is work? In the oral Torah, it explains the 39 forms of work. And then the Rebbe says, not only to carrying stones or heavy beams. Now, carrying rocks and beams is more tiring than some of the 39 prohibitive forms of work. But it actually doesn't fall into any of the categories of work the Torah prohibits on the Sabbath. So therefore, we need the oral Torah to make all this clear for us what we cannot do. And just as we see the example with the Tefillin, just as we see the example with the Sabbath, so it was with all commandments, the positive ones, the prohibitions, all the commandments as they're written in the written Torah are unclear, and they're only explicated, they're only revealed through the oral Torah, which is why, we refer to the oral Torah as the Torah of your mother. Because, metaphorically speaking, just as all the organs of a child are comprised very latently in the sperm of the father, and the mother brings this out in a manifest way, and ultimately she gives birth to a child with a complete body of 248 organs, 365 sinews. So the woman has the power to express and bring out what was latent in the man. So similarly, the oral Torah, which is called the teachings of your mother, is explaining the 248 positive commandments and 365 prohibitions that are very obscure in the written Torah, in the Torah of your father. And that's why in the beginning of this letter, the verse said, a woman of valor is the crown of her husband. And this refers to the oral Torah. She's the woman of valor that gives birth to many, many legions. As it's written in Song of Songs, and maidens without number. And it, our sages say, don't read maidens, but worlds. Because these innumerable worlds are all the laws that are beyond number. And all of these laws are manifestations of God's will that's hidden in the written Torah. So the oral Torah is the woman of valor because it gives birth to all these legions of laws. And we also raised in the beginning of the letter the question of why are we calling these laws the crown of Torah? 
And why is it specifically that when you study these laws, are you assured a share of the world to come? So now the Rebbe concludes by saying that the supernal will, which belongs to the divine attribute of crown, is much more sublime than the level of the seminal wisdom, just as the crown is higher than the head. And that's why the laws are referred to as the crown, because they're revealing the supernal will, which is on the level of crown. And that's why when you study specifically laws, you're assured a share of the world to come because you're investing your soul in God's supernal will. And the garments for the soul in the world to come are the commandments that embody the supernal will, which is clarified, which is delineated by these laws.